and welcome back once again to Fine Beats and Cheeses, the podcast that sometimes just wants to carry some things in its pants. My name is Leslie Grace Jeter. I am a columnist for the Baltimore Banner, an author, and a person who can defend pretty much any fashion that I want to because y'all have to wear it. I do. Um, my co-host is... I am Lynn Streeter Childress. I make theater for young audiences, and I think that elastic waists are the wave of the everything, the future, the past, and the present. Wonderful. And today we have a very special guest talking about something that we're kind of hinting at already. Um, oh, we're also, uh, as as recently, I'd say as usual, but um uh we have producer sam here hooray producer sam as uh, unusual yeah <laughs> we like it but no special guest can you introduce yourself yes my name is julie Kana, um and i have the pleasure of knowing leslie in real life and um i haven't seen her in a while but the one thing that i approached her with today is my love 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 diehard love of cargo pants and i'm so glad that this trend returned i'm glad for quite a few trends that have returned actually <laughs> that's so awesome and, and why you're going this isn't about pop culture but i think fashion and, and stuff is culture but people, you're asking people Julie, why would people consider cargo shorts, uh, cargo pants rather, cargo pants, shorts, dresses, you can make a cargo out of everything. Why would people consider it to be cheesy? Oh, well, actually, I actually kind of think it's a little bit trendy right now, although I have read some some uh, critics saying that over 40 should not be in cargo pants. They're the ones that think it's cheesy. Meanwhile, on the flip side of that coin, I've got a 14-year-old daughter at home who thinks that her generation invented the cargo pants. So where, how did we get here? How did we get wedged between we're not supposed to be wearing them and we invented them? Like, children, sit down, please. Yeah. Have all well, the seats, yes. Well, Julie, can you tell us, uh, before we get into the cargo pant of it all, um, what, what, who are you and what do you do? Yes, I'm so I live in South Florida. I have two media companies, Kana Connections, which focuses on public relations, and Kana House Studios, which is a content creation studio and a podcast studio. So we also do really creative events here. If anybody is local, you're always welcome to join us. Oh, that's so cool. And and so yes, we started talking before we hit record on this here podcast. But um, Leslie, as she says, loves a pivot. Can you tell us how you started the um, podcast studio? Sure. So I've always been in public relations and mostly representing medical health and wellness. And one of the things that I've, and social equity causes. And one of the things that I've loved about that is that I've always felt like I was getting really important information or helping to get important information out to the community, right? So I always felt like I was making uh, an impact and, it was much needed information that I think that sometimes people don't have access to. So when the pandemic rolled around, that threatened everything. Um, yeah. The newsrooms closed, they were pulled into other stories. Um, staffing was just, you know, troublesome. So- And I was there, so I can yeah. say, yeah, it was a mess. It was hard to write about anything because everyone's like, are we all gonna die? So right. that's, that's right. where we were. 
that's was everybody's focus. So next thing you know, here I am. I'm like, wow, we have this really important information firsthand from doctors that needs to get out, but the newsrooms are closed. So we popped up green screens right in our living room, um, hit, hit all the lighting camera. And we were streaming from our living room through local news stations. So it was airing on their platforms, just like things that hadn't been done before. And I mean, really just some ingenuity because we had to ring some things up. And as the pandemic left and things started to open, I thought like, we, we can't get rid of this. This is, this is too cool. But at the same time, simultaneously for those that had COVID fatigue and couldn't watch it anymore on the news, they were shifting into content creators and boom of independent media was born all of a sudden we're going to social media to get recipes and to meet new big personalities we hadn't met before and um everybody was an expert in their craft you know whether that was infotainment or entertainment and i just thought we can't lose this so i opened up a studio and this is the this is what i thought was going to happen i thought uh i feel like photographers are as like you find one as easy as you do a realtor, like photographers, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to be, this is going to be the studio that every photographer is going to rent to use mm-hmm. um, to do their photography. And maybe I'll get a show host, a podcast show host, maybe here or there. That is not what happened at all. We hardly get photographers because again, things shifted and outdoor photography is way more common. Mm-hmm. And we got mm-hmm. so many cool podcasts and YouTube show hosts. I mean, like, real estate agents and mortgage brokers. And all of a sudden, even I'm learning things that I didn't know before because I had been vacuumed in medical health, wellness, social equity. So I'm learning all these cool things. In fact, I even just bought my very first investment property because of information that I've learned from listening to people that have created their content in the studio. So it's really cool. And I have to say, by the way, we had a previous episode on what a friend of ours called YouTube University. And it was about, it's the same kind of thing. That was the idea of saying, I don't know, I want to know more about something and how can I get information out there? And because of people like yourself who create content, who provide information that people, everything from like, how do I change the battery on my remote? Um, And I've used that for some remotes because like, I don't know how to get this. Literally, I'm, and I'll tell everyone, I'm pre-diabetic when I had, and I'm doing well, but I had to like figure out how to use the meter, you know, and I went to YouTube. Um, And so all that stuff, and that's the kind of, it's medical information. That's all that other stuff. Anyway, so that's really, really cool. Um, As Lynn said, we love a pivot here. um, And that's really, really, really awesome. If I was still working at the Palm Beach Post, as I told Julie, I would have written about her. Um, But so this is the, the next best thing to do so back to cargo pants um when julie pitched this to me she was like well she gave me some ideas she goes well there's this one and i was like (laughs) oh girl this is right in my alley because like i said lynn and i have always had conversations about things that we make fun of each other for wearing um because we all you pick a thing that you like and regardless of age you you like it um like i have fake doc martin boots I have high heel Mary Janes. I have snarky t-shirts, almost always snarky t-shirt. Years after they said these tassel earrings are out, I will go and buy eight of them in your face. <laughs> I don't care. And a lot of this, I think, I don't know, Julie, how old are you? I am I just turned 40. 
Yay. Oh my gosh. Oh, you're a spring chicken. We're 52. Um, and so the idea that you age out of things, I think, and that, or that things look quote unquote cheesy or wrong on people of a certain age is always something that I have thought was terrible. And <laughs> I, I will, well, Lindo's, I love a stupid t-shirt. It's like when I was first mm-hmm. got to Palm beach in my early thirties and skinny and youngish, and that's when like the message, like all these message t-shirts and stuff. And I bought this, I tried to, to go to Lowman's with a friend, went to Lowman's with a friend and tried to buy the shirt with a little monkey on it. And she kept going, put the monkey down, put the <laughs> monkey back. And I was like, I was Kristen. Hello, Kristen Morales. And I was like, no, I love the monkey. She's like, you have too many of these things. You don't. And she was right about oh, the monkey God. t-shirt. <laughs> I know she was right about it, but I, they're just things that I love. And I know that there are people who probably look at it and go, how old is this woman? And I don't really care. What are yours, Lynn? Well, look, oh, no, do you go out? Well, I, I can talk about mine. Mine are, um, I, I like me a loafer. I like a heeled loafer. My mm-hmm. sister and my best friend um, make fun of me because Frequently. whenever they come back, I actually am also obsessed. You know the Steve Madden um, black shoes that are. I'll put a picture of them up later. That are, they're back, and I love them. Oh, I didn't I have know. the actual Steve Madden version in the nineties. I had whatever knockoff version, but I love them. People are like these are back. Boo! I'm like stand out of my way. More for me, and um, <laughs> and I enjoy. Um, uh a, a a genie pant uh my husband calls them my hammer pants it's an, I yeah. love them or elephant pants is my husband my, but I literally <laughs> this morning I was waiting for a friend to get coffee and I literally bought a pair on Amazon while I was waiting in my free time I bought because I love them and I think <laughs> that zippers and um buttons are the devil and mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. don't need them and an elastic waist, not only are they easy to sew, they're um fun and they're comfortable and they're freaking cute. And I will die, like like Sam said, I will die on this hill. Amen. So, Amen. So you know, Sam, in this I'll go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, Julie. I have, you know, I have, I don't want to say kids, but sometimes I call them kids, like of all ages, right? Influencers, 18, 19, 20, 21. And I'm like, looking at what they're wearing. And I'm like, kind of wearing like an adulter version of this. But (laughs) You really aren't that far apart. Am I in the wrong? Or am I not? You know, it's, it's, yeah. (laughs) What what are those? It's those magazines that I haven't read a fashion magazine in a while, but those magazines used to have thing go, here's a trend, how's to wear it, here's how to wear it at 20, at 30, at 50. And when they would get to 50, it would always be like the Amish version. It would be like, here's how to wear it completely, you know what I'm talking about? Completely formless with it. It would be like, here's a jean skirt. The jean skirt for the 20s was something would be over above her near her crotch and the 30, it would go down. And by the time you got to 50, it's like down by your ankles. And you look like you just given up. Oh my God. I just created a reel about, does anybody remember this show? What not to wear with mm. um, and the yes. verbal abuse that would yes. never be allowed now. I just watched an old episode where they watch this woman and, and they're like, look at her at a park. She's 40 and she's wearing board shorts and a tank top. We're going to help her. And I'm like, <laughs> 
wouldn't get away with that these days. And so they no. take her to the magic mirror and they tell her how she needs to dress like a woman and you look like a man. And I'm like, oh my God, what? Like, listen, they're all getting canceled if that video, if all their videos resurface, they're brutal. But at the time brutal. we allowed this, like, I don't understand. It's wild oh. to see girl i was so hoping that you would bring up that show i was because the whole idea of like that anything that you love once again that it's cheesy or it's wrong and we have to actually explain to you so much that it's wrong that we can humiliate you on national television that you didn't even sign up for because it was like their friends and their family would write a letter and they'd ambush them at the mall or at work or whatever while they were minding their business and i read that most people agreed because you're put on the spot right. and your daughter says your clothes suck and you want to not upset your daughter. And it just, and then they just make so much fun of you. It just, everything about the show was terrible. And, but it was the, the reason that re reminded me of it was because what you were talking about the whole age thing is that they had these, this like mock traffic sign and the credits that said no mini skirts after 40. Right. That's right. I forgot about that. That's right. And I was like, first of all, Stacey London continues to dress in a manner okay. against which she advised people to do. She continues to dress fashionably and with things that are not necessarily skin type, but certainly not not like matronly dowdy. or whatever. And no, not dowdy at all. And they were just the, the meanness of it. And the, I guess the idea going back to the original proposition that anybody has the right to make you feel bad unless you're wearing a shirt that says like, I hate puppies. I and mean, maybe you have a reason, but um, I don't know what the puppy did to you. I'll, I'll know your life or your puppy, but you know. But not to mention those expectations of like well-tailored clothes are like organic food. Like everyone wants them, but there's a budget that's, there's a ticket associated with that. There's a price tag on that. So like, yeah, sure. Well, okay. and, and what was very interesting too, we've talked about this on the show is that we talked a lot about um, reality television and about how a lot of shows that early 2000s, mm -hmm. early mid you know, 2000, 2005, whatever sensibility was, let's be mean, let's make mm -hmm. fun of people. Um, let's, let's see fights in the kitchen on Top Chef or whatever. And about how now 20 ish years later, a lot of that stuff is really more about the, the food or it's about right. the feel good thing about it. Um, so I, cause so I'm an actor and tech week is the week before the show starts. If you're in theater and it was accepted that during tech week, everybody would go crazy. The director would cuss people out. Everybody stressed out because we have this excuse because we're putting this thing together and that's what it takes to do this. But I think people are realizing, do we have to abuse people? Mm -hmm. Do we have to submit to be abused and humiliated because we're making art heck no and I think that again what, what not to wear I think every genre when they're trying to not be a genre becomes a genre and mm. what if you watch that show well over put. the years they really started cutting and pasting what they put on people it was like right. it was the same haircut 
it yep. was the same they got a little bit different once ted i loved ted was the the um hair guy yes. who they got after the i like the first guy too but ted was a uh black dude yeah um i loved him but anyway they were doing the same haircuts on people they got bored so much that the very last episode and i will talk about this all the time <laughs> but the very last episode they're in the car in the limo driving to whoever they're doing and clinton who i love but says i hope we're not doing another frumpy mom and it was like frumpy moms made your freaking show yep. why are you on your very last show telegraphing your disdain right. of your audience and it was so much that they phoned it in mm -hmm. you could have waited and it was it's such, such a bad taste in my mouth that they they showed their hand that they did not care about the people right. that they were doing well you the smugness of it it's like um and once again i think it the whole point of our show has been about the idea that we're fighting against people's smugness that they have anything to say about the stuff that you like and that you have to even defend the stuff <clears throat> that you like you just like what you like you know cheese right. it on out but that i think that in that time of of reality television to be an expert meant that you had to explain to other people why they weren't experts <laughs> and i think that you know and i think that clinton and stacy certainly were um and some of the people lynn and i have talked about like um trading spaces and that kind of thing that people were like the best way to explain to you that i know more than you is to tell you that you know nothing and to just break you down until you admit that i'm right and which i think is unfortunately what we do a lot in the society but it was so blatant that there were so many ways like when they started doing extreme makeover home edition and they were all so sweet because it was always like this veteran came back and his house had blown up and we're gonna like redo his house and whatever and we're bringing back his dog from iraq i was like ah. you know um they came in with a compassion that some of those other shows lack and they didn't make fun of people like we they used to do, like on trading spaces like they make fun of people's houses like what is this yeah. carpet and whatever but when, on extreme maker home edition it was all like we know that this is bad and we want to help you we want to help you you know create a kennel to keep foster cats and whatever the heck it is you know and <laughs> it was just it was very sweet and i think what was missing was the compassion and like what was missing and things like what not to wear and what was what is missing in things like wear this don't wear that gla glamour fashion do's or don'ts is a compassion you know also it's just the cookie cutter part of it that it's not your business what i'm wearing you don't have to like what i'm wearing i don't have to look just like you to be in a uniform Amen. Uh, I have two pieces of uh, inside baseball on 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 thoughts on this. Ooh. One is the reality show is based on the theory that conflict makes money. Yeah. And if nothing else, if you hate the presenter, you're gonna tune in to hate mm. them. That's oh. true. Though. <clears throat> and one of the, and you're saying the pivot to you know produce everybody producing their own thing is uh, we've we've exhi we've exhibited that you don't have to do that to have people watch you. I was like my favorite, favorite show in the universe is the the Great British Bake Off, yeah, because it's it. literally just people doing cool things, being nice. <laughs> Their presenters will literally stand in front of somebody who's having a problem and swear so that it can't get on on TV. Like they uh, they 
Yeah, Mel Gedroyd is is awesome at that. She was just like, oh no, no. Ebony, 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 Ebony. <laughs> As you know, somebody's somebody's souffle is falling. Oh. Um, but then the the other bit of, the other thing about these fashion shows is the fashion industry only lives on change. Mm. You have to replace your 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 entire right. ensemble every season or they don't make as much money. Mm. So but yeah. between the two of those, that's where you get those those fashion makeover horror shows. Oh geez. I can't imagine if somebody changed my style every season. I would it would take me an entire season to get mentally caught up. Like I would be so thrown off if somebody dressed me and I had to keep up with fads. I don't know if I could do it. Um no well, it, it's meant to keep you off balance. It's meant to say something's wrong with you if you don't keep up with these trends, if you don't buy a new version of this every couple of years if you don't as you get older buy a new one and then buy a new one and buy a new one and you're like well my old one still works and if i know you're too old for it are you sure yes you are it still fits we don't care um and that you have to keep going and my body changes so yeah i don't wear some of the same things i used to wear because they don't fit and i'm not going to buy a new one of them that doesn't fit me you right. know, whatever. So I will buy one that's longer, but I'm still going to buy a band t-shirt, but in a bigger size. And I, I'm not going to um, really care. Now, yeah, every, because I'm a woman, because I'm black, every once in a while I wear a band t-shirt and someone will walk up to me and say, do you know that band? I go, I'm not going to say what I say, but anyway, um, <laughs> you know, so just, there's always someone who has an opinion about stuff, but yeah, I think Sam is right that there is a all of these things you need to buy new makeup you need to to change what's the look now you're like this thing i used to have gotta throw that out barely opened it barely used it but i gotta use it now um right. and just also the the authority like you were talking about your um 14 year old thinking that her generation you know created these things the authority at which there's something happening on social media i know if you guys have seen it there's all these people young people usually between like teenagers and 30 who will make these grand pronouncements about, well, you know, <laughs> they didn't used to like this thing or this person wouldn't have been as famous or as this, they just say stuff and people who were there in that time and actually alive go, this is not true. What are you even talking about? Well, nobody listened. What was the other day? Somebody said, nobody listened to Diana Ross or something. It was like something really stupid. And honestly, I think that they were just trying to, to, um, yeah, to invoke a reaction. Uh, but people were like, well, somebody made a point. We're so far afield here, but this is the right. point. Then we're going to come back to your stuff, Julie. I do. But very quickly, somebody had said, um, Beyonce, I guess it was her birthday, and Diana Ross had come to the concert, and someone said, well, uh, Beyonce is probably a bigger, look at all these famous people coming to Beyonce's concert. Beyonce is even more famous than Michael Jackson. And the course that was meant to make people go ah but then i said well actually i'm gonna i put my doctor hat on here my doctor of pop culture pop culture and i said listen um michael jackson was as famous he was worldwide in a monoculture without the internet it would be impossible for anyone to actually internationally ever be that universally popular again because there are now too many mm -hmm. ways to to fame and yeah everyone was like Wow, yes, rather than going, you suck and you're wrong. 
No, but it's true. You have to, you have to experience. I mean, there's a life out there that they don't, they just don't know existed before them, you know? Um, and there are some things that I, I really enjoy right now. Like I do enjoy this trend of like, don't be mean for no reason like that. I hear often. So I'm enjoying that. Like people are very, I see it every day in the studio, how supportive they are because being an artist is very vulnerable, right? Like it's the most vulnerable thing you can do to be a creator. Um, and then you subject your world to criticism. So, uh, and so I, I love that I'm watching people give so much like, this is really good and really encouraging Aww. advice. And they're giving criticism in such a gentle way that I, I really appreciate that about, um, you know, like you said, we have so many vehicles of communication now. Paradigm shifts happen quicker than ever. Um, and mm-hmm. like that saying, you can't stop a train. I say this all the time. You can't stop a trend. Like these mm. trends come in hard and fast and they just like blow that. through and, and that's it. In one swift move, you can change someone's life. You can change their career for the better, for the worse, like anything mm. can change. You can't stop a, a trend. Um, but that said, when I did open the studio, things were pretty stressful, right? Like I, um, opening up a new business. I'm putting in long hours. Things are really wild. And I go to the mall and I find that the cargo pants are on sale. Buy one, get one free at American Eagle. And I stack up, right? Uh, to the point where I even know that this is wrong. Like I'm doing something wrong. You can't have <laughs> this many pair of cargo pants, one in every color, but I did it because it was easy. I felt good in them. I could get dressed in 10 seconds. Uh, and I was out the door and I felt good in what I was wearing, right? Cargo pants, a t-shirt, my sneakers, and I'm out the door to my studio getting it set up when when the rest of the world is sleeping. I'm up here in a ladder and this and that. So then I come up for air one day and I think, oh God, I hope this isn't affecting my my poor sweet boyfriend here who's like so supportive and so loving. But I said, you know, I used to get dressed up and uh, now I'm just <laughs> running a whole thing in a park up here. So I say to him, like, are you okay with my new wardrobe that consists of a rotating pair of cargo pants and whatever closest t-shirt? And he was so sweet. You know what he reminded me? He said, did you know that like Mark Zuckerberg and some of our world's most like prominent like people, they have a uniform, an unspoken uniform that they grab every day because it's the easiest for them and it allows their mind not to think they're making they're so busy making bigger decisions and using their brain power on other things he's like that's what they do every day and i'm like that's awesome here we go like no can i tell you by the way i had no idea where this um was going to go but this is one of the most positive like episodes everything that you're saying it's like it's almost like the the zen of cargo pants it's like you know making yourself comfortable to then be able to do other things also because you yeah. like it because you like them I, re- I was watching a documentary the other day about uh the late singer Aaliyah and they reminded of what when she was uh repping Tommy Hilfiger and mm-hmm. she was doing the carpenter pants. Remember she had like the carpenter yes. pants and she was wearing like the thing. Awesome. She would have like a midriff and whatever. Yeah. And I had a pair of those carpenter pants and they're basically like cargo pants, but different. And they have like the um, little thing, like you, not like you're actually going to put to wear a hammer, but they had that little <laughs> right. side thing where you yes. could put a hammer in. And I wore them things till they were tacky i was like i felt like because i found them at there's a what was it 
it, I forget the name, but there was like some like Lomans type store in York, Pennsylvania. And it was like 1999 or something. I was like, I'm getting these pants. I'll wear these <laughs> pants. Um, and they were so comfortable because you didn't have to like, you could run out the door and not have to like bring your purse if you were just going to a bar with a friend, whether you, you know, pull all your stuff. You don't want to like load them down like you're an actual carpenter. <laughs> But it was, I, I mean, some of us do use the, the hammer. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, yes, don't mock the hammer ring. I'm not, my, I'm just saying that <laughs> my, you know, 29 year old butt was not walking around with a hammer. I was more like, let's hey, your loss. There. <laughs> go nice in those, in that little loophole, you know, little loophole. It just also, I think it's interesting too, because you're talking about trends. There are some things that like, Lynn talked about the shoes that she liked that she's going to get a bunch of them. And you were talking about the thing. Trends repeat because people like them. Yes. You know, trends repeat because, yeah, there's probably, they've had some in a warehouse where they're like, let's, we need to do with this. We need to sell this stuff. But, <laughs> and I think that, yes, they're going to, like with this, the 90s stuff, you're going to get like kids who weren't even alive then coming back and wearing like the, um, the chokers and the, oh, yeah t-shirts and the yeah they come back but also i like them too you know like i said i'm I'm not gonna wear it exactly the way i wore it when i was 22 right but and and that's why i think these things are exciting you you talked about how glamour would say how to wear this thing your 30s 40s and 50s and whatever um and going back to the idea too that we go to these things because we want an expertise. And I know I will, I will look to see what other people are saying, but I, so I, I listened to this uh, online conference yesterday about digital content. And one of the things that they said is that you don't need permission to change your life or to create a course or to flip whatever and that goes perfectly into this conversation is that you don't need permission to like what you like because what often happens is because you wear it and you like it people go oh my gosh and you've created your own thing because you liked it and you didn't wait for anybody else to tell you what the trends were saying gonna happen next year which works but you don't have to do that right you do not so sam you were saying earlier that you had opinions that you were willing to die on that heel of the cargo pant tell me uh so i will wear either cargo pants if i'm trying to not look like a complete schlub or jeans that outside of either a kilt or a suit is my that's just what i wear and right. it's not. I'm not making. I'm not making a, a a point. I'm not trying to be Steve Jobs. I'm just that lazy, and they work <laughs> and they're comfortable, and I'm happy. Also, my 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 kid who is in the autistic world, uh, when they saw a thing about that, they're like, "That's not. That's autism. That's all that is." Because they wear what they wear because it's comfortable and they understand it and they know oh. it and it doesn't impinge on their brain and it's mm. there it is it's good it's 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 no longer a problem so I'm like which is also perfectly valid and does not negate the 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 joy of it in any way but I'm like it's not Steve Jobs being uh, <laughs> revolutionary it's Steve Jobs being Steve Jobs well, on that note I was getting harder and harder to get me into a pair of jeans they're too inconvenient. <laughs> 
talk of, why are they inconvenient tell me so inconvenient they're just tight and sometimes even the ones that are not tight requires a button i gotta do a zipper check it's just fine dude the the elastic pants and cargos i'm telling you i'm gonna yes i just jeans it's i look at jeans some days i'm like nope i can't that's a commitment i am not willing to do it's a commitment. Pure, pure pure practicality on my part because I do woodworking yes. and right now I'm welding stuff up and I'm like, I'm not wearing shorts and welding. That's not going to end well. It's going to end no. hilariously, but not well. <laughs> well. And so Julie, tell us, tell us what you like specifically about a cargo pant. Well, one, the material. I like the thin material. That is my favorite. Two, I love the mystery, the challenge of finding which pocket did I put my keys in. That is, yeah. just, I'm like, I'm like doing the, I'm like, I'm like doing like the hokey pokey, trying to find where did I put these keys. It's it's riveting, you know. Like, and if I get it on the first shot, it's a little disappointing and exciting. Like you're like, wow, I got it. Um, and I just like that, you know, they grow with me. Listen, I. You know, I'm a woman. Things change throughout the month. Girl. I get to just drawstring those bad boys and I don't skip a beat. Like there's, I'm just on my way, you know? And I will tell you, I paired a pair of baggy, this is horrible, but I, I paired a pair of baggy cargos with a pair of cage wedge shoes for no other reason than absolute convenience. They were by the door and I was running to Publix. And I got three compliments of people saying they liked my pants. I don't think it was the pants. I think it was the combo. I'd never gotten a compliment on those pants before. Never gotten a compliment on those shoes before. Mm. I think it was the combo. And they just didn't maybe recognize that. So I'm going to run that back to you. That's awesome. It's the fashion of convenience. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. And these people in the studio, when I meet these kids, like they're just kids. They're not kids. They're 20. And I, that's, I should not say kids, but they are, they are the most supportive ever. They're like, yes, queen. If I hear that all the time, I'm like, okay, I'm a queen. I'm a queen. They're like, this looks so cute. I'm like, oh. Queen like, and your cargo pants. This is what I'm saying. It's like, I think that a lot of what people, you, I, you can present well, if you feel good about how you look. You know, whether it's because you just didn't have time to worry about anything else, you know, things to do, or you just like, you like it, you like, uh, you like the comfort of it, you like whatever. I think that if you feel good about yourself, you project right. uh, uh, confidence. I think that you project, you know, there are so many times where like, I, I'm sitting right now in front of my closet, but like this part of the closet is my dresses, the shoes are in the middle and the pants and the shirts and stuff are on the back. And I know that there are times when, I mean, I'm in menopause, so I don't have time of the month anymore. I just feel bloated half the time because lady, but um, I will look at my pants and go, is a pair of zipper pants going to go on my body today? And my body goes, nope. And I go to another part of the closet. I just, you just know. And I, I like everything I wear. I wear things uh, because I am in a creative job like all of us are. I get to kind of express myself that way, but there are things like um, elastic weight skirts, which I love, um, yeah. or cargo pants. I don't really wear a lot of cargo pants. I, I wear like, um, I have a lot of skirts that are very flowy and weird and that have like big pockets and stuff in them. You know, same thing. It's like, where's my license? Where did I put my license? You're patting yourself down. Um, but there's ways to do that. And I feel good about myself. And sometimes I get compliments on some of those things not just because I think 
it looks good, but because I feel like I know I look good or I think I look good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not also, I'm not looking around, but going, somebody should say something about my outfit, say something about my outfit. Cause that never works. Cause you're waiting for people to comment and people are like, oh, she look weird. And you're trying too hard. Why is she staring at me? <laughs> she must think I look good. She, don't. <laughs> she does not. Right, so I, I, have a, I have a question for the panel here. Yes. Fashion is by definition an outwardly pointed thing. Yes. So yes. You're dressing and other people are looking at you. And that, I think, is where people get the idea that other people can decide what you're wearing because right. dressing to go outside, no matter what anybody says, no matter no matter how how anybody puts it, you're still dressing for other people to look at you. Sure. So, so people... the question is, how much do you let that decide what you're wearing and how much do you try and shape other people's vision of you by what you're wearing Sort of the counterpoint to the comfort. I'm just doing it because it's comfortable. Ooh, How does that fit with? So the only time I do feel like a little judged or like I mm-hmm. could be doing better is when I got to go to my kid's school mm-hmm. and I see uh-huh. their bombs. That is it. Beyond that, I I really don't care. And uh, but on that same breath, the feeling is intense when I get to their school. Like the other day, I had to rando pick him up from school and I quick looked down. I was like, damn, I missed the mark again. Like, I was like, I was just in the area. He got an orthodontist appointment. I had to grab him. And I was like, again, and I swore I wouldn't do that again, but I do it all the time. Like every, I mean, it just keeps happening. I don't understand how these women get dressed for the bus stop. Like, how are you? when we were in south florida um my son went to a elementary school for kindergarten that was very he was at south olive and it's the neighborhood is a combination of well even more now probably because those houses are so freaking expensive now and so so in west palm beach of very some very wealthy moms and i would come to pick them up often right from the newspaper and I would be wearing whatever I was wearing and sometimes I was wearing jeans and a t-shirt wearing a blazer um sometimes if I had worked at home I was wearing my um yoga pants or whatever but you would go and they were all they all seemed to be really thin they were mostly younger than me they were super wealthy they had expensive strollers that cost more than my car payment and you were and I do remember that feeling of going was was there a memo that I missed? Was I supposed to dress differently? I mean, now I my kid goes now in Baltimore to a completely different kind of school. So I don't feel that as much. I feel more that like um, Baltimore can be very fashionable and it's very, a lot of the fashion is very young and very black and very like um, everyone looks like they're about to go to a Beyonce concert. Sometimes just walking down the street. It's like, oh. it's looks, L-E-W-K-S, looks mm-hmm. all the time. Luke's and I'm like and I can't even compete with that I'm like girl enjoy being 22 right um it's so interesting so my I homeschooled for two years and then um last year my son for fifth grade went back to school and now he's in sixth um but I remember thinking not so much about what other parents thought of me but what the school thought of me mm. and about what the, because I felt like I I was new there and I wanted to present a certain thing. And also to, because I 
I'm a creative. I, I work from yeah. home a lot and I wanted, not that they should judge anybody if you show up in a bonnet and, you know, and in mm-hmm. your pajamas, they, those parents deserve the same respect as the people who get dressed for two hours to drop their kids off. Yeah, yeah. But, but that was my thing was, what are they going to think of me um, as, as a parent? Yes. If if I show up with rips and my child would oh, be sure. like my child would be like, Are you gonna wear that? Like literally. <laughs> like he's like, Are you gonna get out of the car in your pajamas? And so because he didn't want me to project that way too. And so I don't know, that's such an interesting thing, the dressing for for other people. Like I've just used sort of right. um I didn't used to get my nails done all the time, but I've started regularly getting my nails done because I realized what a um piece of mind thing it is right that I know that my nails look good and but and I the, have to do mine today Actually, right but I'm, bad, 50, but yeah. I'm 52 years old and for the most of my life I did not get my nails done or if I did I'd let the you know polish come off until you could see the little specks of it but I realized how good I did not look and now I write it off as a business expense. You know, I mean, I can't write it off. You know what I'm saying? But I right. use business but, money for it because I'm pro- trying to project a certain thing. It's so interesting. Yes, but you're not wrong. It's a status symbol. So funny, I do not do my nails in the summer. I just got my nails done for the first time for fall. Pretty. I don't do them all summer long because I don't like it. I don't mm. have to. But fall comes around and I'm like oh crap I gotta I gotta do this but it's true like so then so this is my internal struggle that comes from your question that was a great that was a great thought-provoking question Sam because like I volunteered at my daughter's school the other night and so clearly we know we're going to do some work right we're working we're lifting boxes and we're making everything and these women still showed up in dresses so I have to ask myself is it is it me am I just unwilling to inconvenience myself and if that's mm-hmm. the case then I need to work on that because sometimes you have to be inconvenienced right and even their hair like their hair is always nice and neat I have very thick hair um my family's from India it's just thick as anything I actually have to thin it out to get it to lay down I'm like on my best days you're gonna get it on top of my head if I actually have to do something I will put the work in and straighten it but that's rare so then I think am I just unwilling to inconvenience myself and if that is the case then I need to work on that because there are times where I need to be inconvenienced and do the right thing like I think but maybe it's I think that there's a understanding the assignment portion of this too is if the assignment is to move boxes and stuff I mean I would once again West South Florida is its own whole headspace of stuff, but I would go to things where, yeah, it was like, we're volunteering or, you know, either I was doing it personally or I was covering it or whatever. And you would have the, you could always tell the people that were like the more, the people that were um, the professionals, cause they were like wearing a, a, a hat, you know, they were, you know, a baseball cap and they were wearing jeans or they were wearing something they didn't mind getting dirty because that's why they were there to work. And the people who were there because their sorority or fraternity or their church or whatever had decided to pitch in and the nails immaculate. And they're sitting like, what do we do? I'm like, oh, girls, girls, you know? So I think it's not you. I think maybe it's, well, I like you, so I'm going to defend you. But maybe oh, good. I love this validation. <laughs> maybe it's them. Maybe it's I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you're absolutely right that there are sometimes I know people who've been stuck in blocks where they go, 
Like the people who say, I'm just, I don't dress up ever. So when I go to your wedding, I'm going to wear, I'm going to dress down at your wedding because I don't dress up. It's like, you don't have to go though, because right. you understand that there are some expectations or people who say, I know that the, um, I know that there's a dress code, but I just don't do that. So I'm going to show up um, differently. And that's about you. That you you just saying, I decide, I like being comfortable. Also, this is a situation in which you should probably be comfortable because you're going to be like pulling boxes and stuff. Right. You know, that, that's them. That's not you. If ever there were a situation for wearing cargo pants, moving boxes is it. You're right. They're wrong. Wow, this is great. Let's validate all of my choices. Free validation there. You're right. They're wrong. That's every choice. And I love you can't see this because um this is um audio. Um, but Julie, I love your hair just put back. I I I would love to master the um the simple ponytail. I mean, that's why I have this whale spout today with my locks, but um, but yeah, it's it's um I don't have any hair, so there you go. Right. But, 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 but what a, uh, and I guess Sam, is that okay that we all kind of answered our, answered your question through, yes. through, through what Julie said. Thank you. But yeah, it, it's, it's so interesting. And there's a thing that people say about straight women that, that straight women often dress for other straight women. Yep. Um, that it's nice if guys think we're cute again, if that's what you're going for and that's who you're trying to attract, but it's because you want some other woman to say, yeah, girl. You know. As Van Morrison said, all the girls walk by dressed up for each other. Yes. Mm. And the boys do the boogie woogie in the corner of the and street. The, anyway. the street. Okay. But, but no, but it's true. And, and you talked, it's so interesting. I bought this shirt that I saw on Facebook. You know how Facebook reads your mind and puts shirts and oh, the yeah. stuff and the thing, whatever. You're like, how do you know that? But it was a shirt that said, Evil. like, on one, yes. like on the front, it says, like, be kind. And it's a phrase that someone is, as, um, taken it's not copyrighted but it was a shirt in the back that says something like to the person behind me yes yes you're, yes. you're wonderful and you're meant to be here or something like that and I oh. bought that shirt I wore it to camp I was just waiting for some kid or one of the other teachers to tell me how much they loved it and nobody said a freaking mm. word about it but yesterday I was at Trader Joe's yes I was leaving, I was putting my cart back and this woman gets behind me and goes, oh, wait a minute, I'm just reading your shirt. Aww. And she reads it and pats me on the back and says, I needed that. Aww. I needed to see that. And I was like, you are who I wore um, this, um, this for today. And I didn't know it because when I got out of my head about, I knew I was going to wear this and every kid at camp was going to be like, you're at that i'm going to remember you and write a show about you 10 years from now about how my camp teacher wrote wore this shirt and i needed to hear that like i just knew and none of that happened but the lady at the trader joe's oh. was just wearing it because i wanted to wear it it's so interesting that is That's literally the most perfect uh, representation of my favorite saying ever is that all we actually know is that we know nothing at all right we know nothing not at all. Thought that camp was gonna be the one to embrace it and it was really the woman at trader joe's who's probably still thinking about it oh and maybe she went and got one herself so she can do that and have that moment for someone else and that would be really cool 
So Lynn, what you have a, yeah. what's your wrap up yeah. question? So, so our question that we ask every week is if we've decided that the thing that we're talking about is, is cheesy, you know, past this conversation, maybe, you know, this conversation hasn't made a difference at all in how you feel. Do you think that um, comfortable fashion, like the cargo pant, do you think it's cheesy? And if you have decided it's cheesy, do you freaking care? <laughs> I I don't think it's cheesy at all. Um, I can't get behind cheesy because I think it makes me more productive. <laughs> and I don't care. I still don't care. <laughs> that is amazing. This has been so much fun. Like I said, when she was like, how do you feel about cargo pants? I was like, I know we're going to have a lot to say about this stuff. Because I think that everything in this discussion on oh and she's got little hearts and everything and on this podcast is about stuff that you like and why you like it and why you don't care if other people don't like it so i truly appreciate this conversation uh, i appreciate you julie thank you so much i'm so happy to hear um that you are doing well and doing the pivot and doing your thing thank you producer sam for always giving us a different perspective right. on and julie julie where can we find you yes Oh, thank you. So you can find me on Instagram at Kana Connections, like my last name, K-H-A-N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, A, Connections. I post media opportunities there um, and it's irrespective of where you live. So tap in. Sometimes we just need uh, lived or learned experts. So definitely, definitely follow me there. Um, and then if you want to keep up the work we're doing here in South Florida, it's Kana, again, like my last name, K-H-A-N-N-A, House Studios. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys all again. And as we always say, keep it easy, keep it breezy, keep it cheesy. <laughs>